This show is brought to you by Black Umbrellas. Developing Africa's black businesses together. together. Wonderful day to you. Uh, thank you for joining us here today on Tax FM. Uh, between the years 2006 and 2008, Gatego Mluli embarked on an academic journey in finance. Thereafter, the world was an oyster. Fast forward to the present day, she has over 12 years industry experience. Gatego is the regional manager of Black Umbrellas, a company that allows her to follow her passion in enterprise development. Black Umbrellas is, has a presence in Soweto, Moinoi, Lepalale, Richards Bay, Port Elizabeth, Pretoria, Durban, Cape Town, and Johannesburg. At the core, Black Umbrellas is an enterprise development incubation organization partnering with the private sector, government, and civil society to address the low levels of entrepreneurship and high failure rate of 100% black-owned emerging businesses on the continent of, of Africa. I'm excited to chat to her because of not only because of her profile today, but also because uh, her work, the work being done by Black Umbrellas largely is what I certainly believe in. And I'm really grateful that she, uh, she, Gatiko is joining me uh, to, today. Uh, Gatiko, how are you doing today? I'm well, Lennox. Thank you so much for the red introduction. <laughs> I'm well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Incredible, incredible. Let's just, uh, let's break it down. Let's look at Black Umbrellas holistically, you know. Tell us about your business. How long have you been in existence for one? And what do you actually do? So the program itself has been in existence for over 10 years. Um, it started initially in 2009. And um, it started in Cape Town. So it was started by social entrepreneurs um, who are Charles Maisel and, and Mark Franco. Mark Franco has now come back to the organization. Mm. And he's a CEO currently. And um, over the years, um, the the program has just grown throughout the country. So it started in Cape Town, and um, the Cyril Ramaphosa Foundation um, has helped to scale it to where it is right now. So we are a non-profit organization under the um, Enterprise Development Wing of the Cyril Ramaphosa Foundation. Incredible. Um you mentioned at length about the programming that you offer. What exactly, can you give us more details as to uh, what, what those programs are that you do? Because I do know that there is an element of a three-month process and then a three-year program, which is very extensive. Yeah. Um, so the three-month process that you are speaking about is what we would call pre-incubation. And during that time, um, so the program uh, starts with, um, building or helping the, the business themselves build their own business plan. So you would, uh, there would be some training with some facilitation, um, through, um, the lean startup and the, um, just building your, your own business plan through, through those three months. And at the end of it, ultimately, we want to equip the business to be able to talk about their business, to present their business to a panel of experts. And um, in that presentation, so they'll be speaking about their vision. So where do they want their business to go? They'll be speaking about their people plan. How do they intend to hire over the years? They'll be speaking about operationally. How does this business work? You know, where are they going to be based? And what are the sort of needs that they have um, at that time? And then also they'll be speaking about their financial projections. So how do they intend to grow their marketing plan? Um so it is unpacking all of those things through a presentation with a panel of experts who are either um, industry experts or 
um, owners of businesses themselves who are stakeholders in the program, they will then give the business feedback in terms of, well, these are the areas of development that I think that I see. Right. Um, these are the gaps that are obvious that you can quickly fill by doing X, Y, Z. Um, and then through that process, they also help us to decide whether the business can be part of the next stage of the business. So they do an evaluation, um, and they will then help us decide um, through the evaluation who comes through to the next part of the program. So you've spoken about pre-incubation. That's the first three months. Um, currently, as the, business, as the program stands, like you mentioned, there is um, three years. So the businesses on the program currently are on a three-year journey. Um, <laughs> it is quite extensive, like you mentioned. Absolutely. So, the first part of it is ignition phase, and that's mm. where we zone in on the pillars. Um, so um, HR, how do you hire? What kind of contracting should you be getting into? Um, where can you avoid, for example, uh, there may be areas that you, you need someone to come work in your business, but maybe it doesn't have to be a permanent placement because you are a small business. So how do you still make sure that you've got that skill set in your business without necessarily employing someone permanently. That is the goal, but um, right at the beginning, usually small businesses can't afford it. Um, There's also marketing. So how do you sell? How do you get sales leads? And how do you market your business to the right audience? Uh, Making sure that you're you're not spending you're being wise about the spending because that can also be an expensive exercise. It can also be time-consuming. So how do you do it in a way that's beneficial and gets you right. to um, to reach your your clientele? And then also there's business finance. So that looks at um, how do you budget? Um, how are you going to make sure that you, you're able to sustain yourself from one cash cycle to the next? Because um, usually there are businesses who get large sums of money at one point and they sort of need to make sure that they can meet um, their obligations until um, money keeps uh, can flow in. And right. then there's gap analysis, which really looks at um, the issues or the risks within the business or the things that can trip up the business and um, whether it's compliance. So what are the compliances in your industry that you need to get? Um, whether it's the upskilling of the entrepreneur himself, but so maybe personally, they need to be able to um, to to go to school or maybe not go to school, but they they need to upskill themselves in a way that makes sure that they have the skills necessary to grow the business and to move the business um, in a certain direction. Right, that that's very important. I like that. Yeah. Now, of course, your your director. Um, as you mentioned earlier, Charles Maisel. Uh, do you have any int- knowledge on why he started this particular uh, business? So initially when they started, um, there was a study that was done that basically said that between 80 and 90% of uh, black businesses fail within the first two to three years. Sure. And, um, yeah, so that's that's because of various reasons. So um, a lack of network. So. You know, I just don't have a network. I'm not sure um, how to to get around to networking. Um, finances are are an obstacle as well. Um, the ability to market, the ability to sell, um, access to opportunities. So they that um, initial things that came out from the research then informed their decision to to start the program. Um, and the intention was really to support businesses so that they can be sustainable. 
Um, and for, for black umbrellas, a sustainable business is one that um, can generate enough turnover to be able to hire at least four people to pay those four people market-related salaries and the owner themselves to pay themselves a market-related salary and to ultimately generate a positive net asset value. So to have more assets than you do debt because usually it's the other way around. So that for us, those for those things for us are what makes sustainable business, and that was the goal ultimately for starting the program. Incredible! That's certainly, I think, a certainly informed decision to sort of start that business, and I certainly think that, uh, of course, the work that is being done is certainly making an impact on the economy positively, which is something that uh, we can all be excited about. Um, now, I'm just wondering, uh, you you're assisting a lot of companies at this point in time who are under your programming. Um, just let us know a little bit more about uh, how how they uh, the progress there with the companies that you're working with who are under your program. Yeah, so I think for most of them, they they will also say this themselves. When they first come onto the program, they probably don't realize the importance of um, having a business plan because that plan then informs how the the business will move or the direction in which it will go. And also, it's not it's not a stagnant plan, so it doesn't stay there somewhere, and then you dust it off when you need it again and use it. Um, it's it's supposed to be a growing plan, so it's something that you continue to build on if things have not worked. So according to your projections, um, things have not worked. It is for you to then go back and make those changes. So I think that's definitely one of the things to say that the business plan is a living document. It's not something that we archive and only use when we need to apply for funding or financing. Um, and definitely the importance of mentorship, and that's something that is um, key as part of the program as well, to be able to have a business mentor, which is usually someone who themselves has run a business um, and can give wisdom and guidance and assistance, and also just someone to be able to um, to listen to. I think um, being an entrepreneur can be very lonely, and um, a lot of them have said that they found community within Black Umbrellas. They've been able to um, relate uh, to people who are like them. They've found like-minded people, and that has um, inspired them to continue going. Um, definitely the compliance has is a significant part of what the program aims to do. So we want to um, encourage businesses to run um, legally. <laughs> By right. that I mean... Um, you know, to pay your taxes sure. um, to keep records of your financials because how else are you then making decisions? You know, how how else are you making decisions if they're not flowing from the your financial standing? And th- those are things that are core to us and we try and enforce them or we try and um, make the businesses aware that these are, are important, but also how to make use of those things. So like I mentioned with the financials, it's not that we want them at the end to be accountants because they probably are not, but right. um, at least they should be able to read their financials and understand what that means and be able to make decisions um, that are not completely divorced of the reality of where they stand as a business financially. Black Umbrellas, developing Africa's future black businesses together. Now, if I'm correct, and this year you're celebrating 10 years of partnership with the Cyril Maposa Foundation, is that correct? 
Yes, so we are part of the Ramaphosa Foundation, but the organization itself, the Black Umbrellas, is, is, is around 10 years old. 10 years old. Um, just, uh, I mean, 10 years is a long time. Uh, congratulations, of course, uh, on surviving that long. Uh, I just wonder, what's the next sort of steps uh, for Black Umbrellas? Because I'm sure the next 10 years is even going to be much better. Yes, we hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think, you know, with the COVID pandemic, it's really uh, caused us to pivot and to look at how business needs to be run um, in a way that um, is sustainable, um, but also has a, has a broader reach. So what's happened now is, um, as of November 2020, um, Black Umbrellas will be delivering interventions uh, digitally through wow. the, the BU Virtual Incubator Portal. So like you mentioned um, earlier, we have a presence in six of the provinces currently through nine incubators. That's now going to change. Okay. Um, we're going to have three physical incubators in Gauteng. So that is uh, Soweto, Johannesburg, and Pretoria, where I am based. And the rest of them um, will still be there, but they'll, be, they'll have a virtual presence. And that basically means that we can reach uh, people that we couldn't before. So, um, you know, in an area like the Northern Cape, for example, where we didn't have an incubator, and, um, and in, in an area like Free State, where we didn't have a incubator. But now what that means is that we can definitely reach more people. Um, also, the program, because it's going to be run virtually, um, it, it has changed. So initially, um, when we spoke, we spoke about pre-incubation and full incubation. Yes. Now we are moving into a place where we're going to have um, the Business Foundation program, which is three months long. And then we're going to have a Business Readiness program, which is nine months long. And then ultimately we'll have the um, the Acceleration and Business Continuing Development Program, so the ABCD program, which um, then continues. So basically what this has done is um, all the learning will happen virtually. Um, we'll have, uh, you know, you, you will be able to do the learning at your leisure <laughs> during yeah. um, your, your own time, but also because it's virtual, um, you also have access to a lot of resources without having to physically be in an incubator, which is what we, we used to have before. That's, that's certainly incredible. Uh, I have to commend you for innovating. I think businesses largely talk about innovating, and uh, I think there's certainly uh, quite a unique innovation that you've uh, adopted at Black Umbrellas, particularly going virtual. Uh, that, of course, means that you can reach more people, as you mentioned, which is uh, certainly incredible. But also you've identified a problem uh, within the COVID era, and you've also seen an opportunity to change operations. So talking about opportunity, um, somebody listening now thinking, wow, I just want Black Umbrellas to help me either start my business or perhaps I've got this business going, but it's not going so well. Um, how can people like that get in touch with Black Umbrellas and um, how can you assist them? Okay, so I think the first point would definitely to visit our website and that is www.blackumbrellas with an F for sugar at the end. Um, dot org, and you will see there, it, it, it'll tell you more about our program, but most importantly, um, there's a button on the right-hand side that says apply now. You'll be able to um, apply for the program. 
there and the different stages of the application, uh, you'll be notified at, at every stage and um, you'll also be invited um, to come to what we call orientation, which is an information session, and there you'll be um, you'll be given more inform- more detail about the program, but also there's an opportunity for you to then ask questions for clarity and so on. Um, I am based at the Pretoria Incubator in Hatfield, and oh. that is at uh, 1226 Francis Bard. It's on um, Capital Junction. That's the name of the building, and it's on the corner there on Francis Bard. And um, you are welcome to... I would say you're welcome to visit the physical incubator if you'd like to see what that looks like. Um, that is still available for support services. So if you happen to have a meeting um, and you would like to host it in a professional environment, uh, we've got boardrooms, we've got meeting rooms, we've got Wi-Fi, we've got working spaces. So if you if you still have a need for physical space, there definitely is there in Hatfield. Um, but yeah, definitely do pop in and um, visit our website. Incredible. I like that. Uh, one of the very important points also I like is the fact that it's right close to the University of Pretoria uh, where a lot of students can actually sort of come and visit and, and learn oh, more yeah. about uh, Black Umbrellas, which is incredible. So uh, hopefully yeah. people will get to that call and, and join you there in the offices and utilize what you, what you can support them with. Absolutely. I hope so. Before I, I let you go, I, I just want to touch on this because I think it's very important uh, from our discussion. You also mentioned largely about networking. Um, it remains a problem for a lot of people. Do you have any personal tips for people on how uh, they can sort of just start uh, stepping out, maybe using platforms such as LinkedIn or uh, visiting your incubator to try and network with other like-minded people? I think the key is to start. <laughs> right. Um, and, and I say that as, as a reminder to myself as well. Um, I, I think if you, if you don't start, you actually will not get anywhere. Um, it's key to be able to first identify the kind of people that you want to network with. So, you know, if there's a particular group of people for, for a particular reason, um, I think identify those people and introduce yourself. So like you mentioned, LinkedIn, um, there's an option there to message people directly and it's, it's perfectly acceptable to be, to say, hi, my name is Ngateko. Um, I, I noticed on your profile that you've got this skill set or I right. noticed that you, you are part of this organization. Would, can we have a chat? You know, and it doesn't have to be a physical coffee like what, uh, probably used to happen before, yeah. but it can just be a chat, um, over LinkedIn or over a phone call. Um, I think people are open to, to those sort of engagements, um, especially on a platform like LinkedIn. But also if you do happen to come across an email address, I think it's also okay to be able to, um, introduce yourself and, and say hi. Can, can we, um, have a conversation. I'm interested in this in XYZ and I think that you, you might be able to help me. So I think the key is to start and um, sometimes that means taking the first step to introduce yourself because people um, won't know what you need until you actually express it and and to build on that. So to continue relationships going through conversations um, um yeah, I've heard it being said that iron sharpens iron. So Absolutely. you also need to be able to uh, to be present in those conversations and, um, yeah, to, to be open to learning. That's incredible. Well, look, this has been so insightful. I wish I could speak to you for the whole day. But uh, 
not possible because we've run out of time. But uh, I really want to thank you, uh, Gatukum Lili, who is the regional manager of uh, Black Umbrellas, a very profound company. Thank you so much, Lennox. Incredible. As you heard from her, you can certainly visit them and go chat to them at their Black Umbrellas uh, offices here in Hatfield. It will certainly be beneficial to you and hopefully to some of your friends around you. So, uh, you to the call and uh, make the most you can with it. Uh, it's Tux FM 107.2 and uh, thank you for joining me today. President Cyril Ramaphosa once said, empowering black businesses, particularly your small, medium enterprises, is absolutely essential if we're going to transform and grow the economy of our country. Contact Black Umbrellas today and ensure the successful development of your business.